Hello everyone, this is Moyatu Banyakista and welcome to another episode of Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about being a vessel and your responsibility and your obligations in being a vessel for the kingdom. You know, it has been a really heavy couple of weeks, which is why you haven't even heard from me because It has been so much trying to unravel and deal with everything that continues to happen in America um, against black people and just the oppression and suppression of the system. Um, We, a few weeks ago, witnessed the murder of a black man by the name of George Floyd. And about a month or before that, we witnessed another murder of another black man named Ahmaud Arbery, and we witnessed a murder of a black woman by the name of Breonna Taylor. Um, All innocent black people being killed. And it can be quite traumatic. It can be a lot. And I've been outlashing in different ways and really angry about so much of it. Um, I think a lot of my anger has really been in two places and towards two kind of groups of people, um, kind of the white, just evangelical church and their silence, as well as um, also Africans within the African community who are quite the opposite or say quite anti-black things um, and trying to grapple with all of this And what it means, um, really bringing it to us as Christians and believers, and what is the obligation when you are a vessel? Um, Not only in times like this, but I I wanted to really talk about that also through the lens of times like this. And in general, what does it mean to be the vessel? You know, so what am I before I am anything else? You are a kingdom vessel. You know, for me, I think from the time I was younger, I've always been vocal about injustice. I've always been vocal about, you know, helping people because that is what God has called me to do is to speak on behalf of those who don't have a voice or who have been silenced for too long. I think that is why, for instance, at a really young age, when my cousins had to flee from one part of the country to come to the city because of a civil war that had, you know, started to uh, ravaged certain parts of the country, I took it upon myself to start up a makeshift school to help them to transition, right? Because I knew that there was something that was wrong with what they had gone through and they needed all the support they could get. You know, um, if we look at in the Bible, the the the, the good the story of the Good Samaritan, um, and I believe it's Luke chapter 10, verse 25. I'm not going to read it today, but I encourage you to read the story of the Good Samaritan, Um, in this context of what it means to be a vessel, you know. um, And so for me, I've always, even if I didn't know the vocabulary, even if I didn't know the terms, I've always felt a sense of responsibility to protect the oppressed, to protect those in need, to protect the vulnerable. So when I see things like this happening in situations where I myself am part of a group that is being oppressed in this country. It can be quite disheartening. It can be quite infuriating and it can be quite 
um, frustrating. So I found myself really seeking God again in this time and asking him, how do we respond as believers, even with the anger in our heart, even with the hurt in our heart, even with the frustration, how do we respond? How do we not remain silent, you know, or passive um, and respond with godly wisdom, you know? So there's a huge distinction that because we are vessels of Christ in times of oppression, there is a way we must respond. When you look at the story of the Good Samaritan, Jesus was very intentional about using the Samaritan as the hero in the story. Why? Because Samaritans were looked down upon by Jews. They were disdained by Jews. You know, so here it was, Jesus was talking to a completely Jewish audience. And he talks about this story about a man who's basically going down a very familiar road and he gets beaten up. Not only does he get beaten up by robbers, they take everything away from him and he's laying down dead, almost dead. A priest walks by and sees him and does nothing. A Levite walks by and sees him and does nothing. And here comes a Samaritan. The Samaritan who in the Jewish, um, you know, during those times in, in, the, in some of the prejudices they may have had or some of the, the, the perspectives they may have had about Samaritans. Hello, does any of this sound familiar? Walks by and he's the one who stops. Not only takes the man, bandages his wounds with probably some of his most expensive items on him, right? Oil and wine and takes him to an inn, tells the innkeeper to watch over him and he'll be back the next day to pay him for anything that it meant to take care of this man. And at the end of the story, because the question, um, one of the, the people who raised the question asked is, what must we do to inherit eternal life? And at the end of the story, um, Jesus asked, well, which one of these people in the story, the Levite, the priest, or the Samaritan, will, will, will inherit basically eternal life? And the people then said, you know, the man who, you know, um, saw to this man's needs. And Jesus says, go and do likewise. Go and do likewise. What does that mean for us as Christians? What does that mean for us as kingdom vessels in these times? When we are quiet, when we turn our head away, when we walk to the other side as a Levite, when we walk to the other side as a priest instead of being the Samaritan and looking to the pain and the hurt of black people on this land, what does it mean? We're in a moment in history where how you respond as a vessel of God can make all the difference. With the recent murder of an innocent black man, George Floyd, we have seen how much disdain there is on the land of America for black vessels. Are we going to remain silent or are we going to respond and do what God would want us to do? How are we using what God has deposited in us as vessels to respond to this moment? So I want to talk a little bit about a vessel. You know, and I looked up definitions of a vessel. A vessel is a container that holds things, right? Um, in, in, in the description also talks about the fact that, you know, a person especially regarded as holding or embodying a particular quality. So a child of God who is a kingdom vessel, you are holding a particular quality that is not just meant for you, but it is meant for the world. A vessel can also be seen as a ship that is carrying precious cargo, you know, cruise ships, etc. But I want to make this linkage today that 
African-Americans were brought here against their will into this country on ships, on vessels. My question to Americans is, what if the vessel that we have been ignoring, beating up, killing all this while, is the same vessel that God is trying to use to change the America? The same vessel so many continuously are bashing, being George Floyd, is the vessel whose murder caused tremendous revolutionary change over the last two weeks globally. There is something about vessels, about kingdom vessels, that cannot be overlooked in this season. God treasures each of his vessels as he creates them. God treasures each of his children as vessels. So we must not think one vessel is better than the other vessel. We are all vessels of God. When we think of the story of the Good Samaritan, the Good Samaritan was a vessel of goodness. He was a vessel of compassion. He was a vessel of sacrifice. Are you showing those attributes now? Today I'm here to tell particularly black people that you are enough. That no vessel is worthless. That you are not less than anyone else in this society. And that is truly, truly, truly God's desire for us. That no one should look down upon us. That no one should kill us because of the color of our skin. That no one should oppress us. So what is it that God has deposited in us? Do you know what type of vessel you are and what you are capable of? We each have gold inside of us. We have gifts and talents God has given us, but we must be in tune to hear it and be aware. You are a carrier of greatness, but if the vessel carrier isn't aware, then the vessel loses its value, not only to itself, but to others. For those who are saying they are allies, for those who are saying they are sympathizers, How are you utilizing your talents and your gifts in this time to fight against oppression? We must use godly wisdom and the gifts and talents that God has given us in times of injustice, in times of oppression. There will be some people who will be praying. There will be some people who will be fighting for policy change. And there will be some people who are on the front lines speaking up against injustice. In these times, it is so critical to know who you are and what you are doing here on earth as a child of God. I remember when I first shared my story of experiencing a war in my country in Sierra Leone. And I just shared the story. I was called to speak to a group of college students in my early 20s. And I remember how touched every single person was about my story of pain, my story of what I went through, my story of losing home and coming to new shores. And so many African immigrants, Haitian American immigrants, Jamaican American immigrants, even whites came up to me and thanked me for what I had to say. 
one particular gentleman told me it was because of me sharing my story that he would be more comfortable now sharing his story about his experience of war in his native land, Liberia. Another time I was speaking about my journey as a small girl in Sierra Leone and how I was always asked to give thanks when we would have field trips and how there were times when I was looked over because of various reasons growing up. But my parents believed in me and I kept pushing. And I remember when I would tell my story to the girls and how their eyes would lighten up. I knew that God had called me to pour into the lives of black women and girls. I knew that there was something that was inside of me. I knew that I was a vessel carrying something precious and I needed to use it. How are you making use as a vessel in, this, in, in these times? Are you sitting back and saying, this is not my problem, so I don't care? Are you saying, I came here as an African, so African-American issues don't impact me? How are you responding to these times? So, how then can we best handle our vessels to ensure we are meeting the needs of God's people, particularly those who are oppressed, those who are feeling hopeless, those who are feeling beaten down like the man on the side of the road. Number one, recognize that you are a vessel. Spend time reading the word of God and in deep prayer. Number two, know what you are carrying. Ask God to show you your purpose here. We all have a purpose. We all have a reason for being. We all have an arena of our calling. Some people, their arena is mental health. Some people, their arena is sports. Some people, their arena is young people. And then there are giftings that God gives you. Some of you, your giftings is to bring the word of God. Some of you, your giftings is to encourage. Some of you, your giftings is to give. It's in the Bible. It's in the word. Number three, maintain a pure vessel. It's okay to be angry in this time. It's okay to be frustrated in, in this time. Trust me. I went through so many moments of anger. I'm still going through them. But the Lord had to remind me that the only way I can hear from him clearly is to come before him, cry out in my anger, speak out, but don't stay in the anger. Allow the peace of God to be upon you so that you can respond appropriately so that you can hear from God how you yourself can do what you need to do in this fight. And before, protect your vessel. Not everything needs to enter in your vessel. Be careful what you watch and what you listen to and who you allow to pour into you. That's so important. You know, there are times people will mean well, but what they have to say is not going to edify your spirit. And in these times, you need the word of God. You need to be able to go into what the word of God is saying. We know that God is a God of love. We know that God is a God of justice. We know that God doesn't like oppression of his people. So there is no way, no Christian can tell me that what is happening is right. Be careful who you listen to. Do not conform to the things of this world, to the protocols of the world. As kingdom vessels, that is something we struggle with. I, myself, I struggle with it. 
There are certain things that may be happening right now that very well so are well merited in the flesh. When you think of the fact that, yeah, people have been suffering for so long. Yeah, if you look at it in the flesh, you would say, let them burn everything down. But is that what God would want? Is that what Jesus would want? I'm not condemning it because if I were in my flesh, I would say they can do whatever they want to do. Because you know what? People are sick and tired. But we as believers, we must respond different. We must pray. We must also be on the front lines. We must advocate for policy for those of you who are in the areas of policy. For those of you who are activists. In your activism, seek the wisdom of God to give you secrets of how to advocate. Martin Luther King, so many people who were part of the civil rights movement were believers. And they operated with the wisdom of God, I believe. Number six, do not compare yourself to other vessels without knowing what they are carrying. Not every vessel is a kingdom vessel. So know the company you keep. On this journey in doing God's work, it's so important to align yourself to kingdom vessels. People who are here to do God's work with the agenda and the motive to do God's work. No ulterior motives, no unnecessary agenda, just kingdom aligned agenda. That's what you have to look for. People who have the heart of God, people whose intentions are of God. How do you get to know this? The revealing of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to reveal to you who's real and who's not. And anybody who isn't real needs to be shifted out of your space. The next thing I want to talk about is make sure you're always oiled up. How do you stay oiled up? You read the word of God. You partner with the Holy Spirit. You allow the Holy Spirit to walk with you in every season of your life. For those of you who may not be Christians, the Holy Spirit is, is, is part of the Trinity. It's what we believe. That God is Father, God is Son, God is Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the gift that Jesus Christ left with us when he went up to heaven. The Holy Spirit is our moral compass. The Holy Spirit is what directs us. Without the Holy Spirit, we're nothing. And you can also partake in that if you accept Jesus Christ. Number eight, pour into other vessels by using your kingdom gifts and talents. What I wanted to say about number seven is, you know, making sure you're oiled up is also about making sure you shine. The more you do what God has asked you to do, the more you listen to the leading of the Father, the more you listen to God's direction, the more people will know that you're a kingdom vessel. Not to shine for your own glory, but for the glory of the king. But for people to see and say, I want to know Moyatu's God. I want to know that Jesus she talks about because of her character, because of how she carries herself. And back to number eight, pour into other vessels by using your kingdom gifts and talents. This is the time to come together with other believers and pour into people, non-believers, people who are not necessarily Christian, but want to hear, are looking for encouragement, are looking for compassion. This is your time to evangelize, to minister, to bring the good news of God. We are in really dark times. And it is so important for us not to be selfish, but to pour out what God has blessed us with to others. If you are somebody who's good at encouraging people and God has called you to do that, encourage people. If it's somebody who's a giver, give in this season. Give your time. 
give your time. Listen to people go through stuff. If you're somebody who is white and you've always kind of been in your own little space, like learn to now listen to, you know, what black people go through every single time they hear that a black person is killed by a police. Give your time. You don't have to have all the answers. But you must be genuine to enter into the conversation. So what are some benefits of of being a vessel that is is stirring your your vessel rights? What are the benefits? What are the reasons why it's so important? Number one, you gain a new sense of identity and purpose. You see, when you begin to ask God about who you are and about your purpose, God reveals it to you and your identity changes. And sometimes it's a good thing for some people and it's not a good thing for some people, but that is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to live the highest form of yourself, of who God has created you to be. Number two, you are aware of your gifts, which gives you the confidence you need in the world. So much of lack of confidence that believers go through is because we don't know what God has given us. And it's not about pride, it's not about arrogance, but it's about that assurance that you know that I know what God has given me to do what I am here for. Whether you own a business, whether you own an organization, whether you working nine to five, whether you are in full-time ministry, you gotta know what, you know, what gift things God has given you. And those are one of the benefits of being able to really understand that you're a kingdom vessel. Number three, you associate with the right people and you avoid wasting time on the wrong things. Number four, you grow. You grow spiritually. You know, things that maybe used to bother you don't bother you so much, you know, Um, and you attain new oil. Number five, you bless others. You know, Jesus said, go and do likewise. What does that mean? That anything that you have inside of you as a kingdom vessel, you must go and do exploits and and bless people. You must go and and show the love of God to people. You must go and condemn injustice when you need to condemn injustice with the wisdom of God. That's what it means. Number six, you help other vessels recognize what they are carrying by living yours out. So the more you shine, The more you do what God has called you to do, the more you speak out, the more brave other people get to speak out. The more brave other people get to encourage others. The more you step out and you do what God has called you to do, the more you inspire other people. Number seven, you attract similar vessels to help you along your journey. I mean, God has been so good because in this season, there is a realignment that is happening for so many of us. And God is connecting us to each other to help us along our journey so that we're not wasting time, so that we're not aligning to the wrong people, the wrong things. So that when somebody speaks, you know they're grounded in the word of God. So what will you do differently in this season as a kingdom vessel? How will you ensure you are doing kingdom work daily? How will you fight against injustice? How will you fight against oppression how will you ensure that you, you serve others who are in dire need right now? How will you ensure that you are not silent in the face of injustice? This is the time. This is the time that children of God 
have to do what is right by God and not hide in the shadows. This is not the season to hide. This is not the season to be quiet. This is the season to show the world that you are a kingdom vessel and show the character of Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you today, if you have been feeling down about all of this, if you have been feeling lost about all of this, if you have been feeling angry about all of this, I hear you, I feel your pain because I'm there, if not for the grace of God. But what I want to really, really encourage you to do is go deep with God in this season and rediscover who you are in God and tap into those things God has given you and ask God, how, how do you want to use me to bring about change? You know, the other day, one of my friends, he was going out to the march and I said, man, I wish I can come. But unfortunately, I'm not really close to any of the city that I would love to be out protesting in. And um, he said to me, he said, your whole work, your whole life's work is uplifting black women and girls. And in that moment, I realized that we all have a part to play in this. Not just black people, especially not black people. White people, Asians, Africans, Jamaicans, Latinas. We all have a part to play in the face of injustice. We all have a part to play in the face of oppression. And most importantly, as kingdom vessels, we have a part to play. Because I show up every day for black women and girls, my hope is that they will live their lives fully. They will, 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 will be able to stand in the face of any form of inequality, that they will be able to realize their dreams, that their destinies will be unlocked. And that in itself is a form of activism. That in itself is a form of loving my neighbor. And that in itself is a form of fulfilling the commandment that Jesus spoke about. So how are you living as a vessel, as a kingdom vessel? What changes are you going to make? What things are you going to do to be better, to do better, to show up better in the world? That is all I have for y'all today. Stay, stay deeply, deeply, deeply planted in the word. I know these are not easy times. Me, myself, I'm still unraveling all of this. But the only way I can look at this is through kingdom lens. It's through my lens as a believer. Because if I looked at it through any other lens, it would fail me. And one thing that is important is I will not be silent as a Christian. I will speak out against injustice. So long as God gives me the wisdom, I will but I will also pray. I will also encourage. I will also seek to build bridges where people are willing to build bridges and speak about this because that is the only way we will move forward. I will deeply, deeply be invested in women and girls and continuously pushing and amplifying the lives, the work, the spaces that black women and girls are a part of. That is my calling as a kingdom vessel. What is yours? My name is Boyatu Banyakista, and thank you so much for listening to Tea and Pepper Soup, the podcast. 
You can find us always on iTunes, Spotify, and of course on my website at www.moyatubanya.com. Be blessed.